0: you do you let true green do your lawn care visit truegreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed
1: hurricane ian could be headed to florida
0: get your flashlights get your batteries
1: canada cleans up from fiona you
0: need to stay in your houses
1: slamming into a space rock we are moving an
0: asteroid humanity has never done that
1: morning i'm deborah rodriguez with the cbs world news roundup tropical storm ian powered up to a hurricane this morning it could make landfall on florida's west coast or the panhandle this week and people are getting ready they're building sandbags waiting in long lines for gas buying up water and groceries paula mccain lives in jacksonville i'm always nervous when they say hurricane but listen I live in Florida. President Biden and Governor DeSantis have already declared a state of emergency. It's gonna
2: be pretty broad impacts throughout the state. You're gonna have wind, you're gonna have water. There could be flooding on the east coast of Florida as a result of this, It's it's a big storm.
1: Meteorologist Stephanie Abrams at the Weather Channel. This storm is expected to rapidly intensify over the next 24 hours, going from a category one to a category three. And we actually have advisories already extending from the Keys up into Tampa Bay, Hurricane Watch for Tampa Bay, and we also have a storm surge watch. And in the Tampa Bay area, we could see that surge five to eight feet. Hundreds of thousands of people in eastern Canada still have no power after Fiona came ashore over the weekend as a post-tropical cyclone. It washed away homes, tore off roofs, and knocked down trees. Portabasque Mayor Brian Button in Newfoundland.
0: We have telephone poles that are falling down. There are
1: live wires on some of these poles. We do not need people out just cruising around the- the streets. At least one person was killed. It could be days before everyone gets their power back. Protests still abound in Russia, and many young men are refusing Vladimir Putin's call to fight in Ukraine, where Vladimir Zelensky is standing firm against Putin's threats to use nuclear weapons. Correspondent Deborah Pater is in Kyiv. We
2: spoke briefly with the Ukrainian leader in a rare private moment inside his presidential office turned bunker. Russia is getting more desperate. We forget what does it mean to be afraid of Russia and we don't afraid them. I'm afraid each day about how long people have to wait when we'll come back to our country to our land. Putin has called up thousands of military reservists. Zelensky has appealed to them to defy the call up or surrender, promising they will be treated humanely and not return to Russia. They are not soldiers.
1: Secretary of State Antony Blinken spoke to CBS's 60 Minutes about Putin's latest threats. We have been very clear with uh, the Russians publicly as well as privately to stop the loose talk about nuclear weapons. Lincoln says the U.S. will never recognize occupied regions as Russian territories. President Putin is denouncing a mass shooting at a school in Russia today as an inhuman terrorist attack. Officials there say a gunman wearing a black T-shirt with Nazi symbols shot and killed 13 people in a school about 600 miles east of Moscow. Seven of the victims were children. Three dozen others were wounded. The governor says the shooter shot himself. A former Republican advisor to the January 6th committee has made some eye-popping allegations about an attempted coup. Former Congressman Denver Riggleman tells CBS's 60 Minutes.
0: The Meadows text messages show you an administration that was completely eaten up with a digital virus called QAnon and conspiracy theories. An
1: apocalyptic messianic
0: buffoonery.
1: Riggleman claims someone in the Trump administration was in touch with a person in the crowd on Capitol Hill.
0: Do so You get a real aha moment when you see that the White House switchboard had connected to a rioter's phone while it's
1: happening. That's a big, pretty big aha moment. The January 6th committee holds its next public hearing this Wednesday. This podcast is supported by FedEx. see what fedex can do for your business absolutely positively fedex the midterm elections which will decide which party controls congress are just a month and a half away the latest cbs news YouGov battleground tracker estimates republicans are still in a position to win a majority in the house But their margin continues to shrink. Director of Elections and Surveys, Anthony Salvanto:
2: Democrats have a growing lead among people who say abortion is the most important issue. And in particular, for women who want abortion to be legal, it's the most important thing. It's more important than inflation. It's more important than the economy. And it's a deal breaker. They have to have that position in a candidate. By contrast, let me turn to the Republicans for a second. They continue to have their lead on the economy. But the other thing they kind of want this election to be about is immigration.
1: A politician who began as a teenage activist praising Mussolini is on track to become Italy's first woman prime minister. CBS's Sabina Castelfranco has details from Rome. Giorgia Meloni's far-right brothers of Italy clearly appears to be headed for victory. In a speech with votes counted from two-thirds of polling stations, she declared... If we are called to govern this nation, we will do it for everyone, and we will do it with the aim of uniting the people of Italy. Sabina Castelfranco, CBS News. Rome. Science fiction meets reality today. It's what we call a global killer. Nothing would survive, not even bacteria. NASA will try to change the direction of an asteroid by slamming a spaceship into it. Cheyenne Bascaran with JPL Outplanet Navigation. When you hit a,
2: something like that with a high speed, it, it changes the orbit of that asteroid just a little bit. But that little
1: bit, if you hit it early enough, is just enough to push it off away from a course that's going to impact the Earth. The goal is to one day use the DART spaceship to defend the this planet from potentially deadly space rocks. A flesh-eating animal sedative has been linked to thousands of drug overdoses in U.S. cities. A report in the journal Science Direct finds xylazine, street name Trank, is now found in 91% of heroin and fentanyl supplies in Philadelphia. Its prevalence has also been documented in Delaware, Connecticut, and Michigan. Rihanna will shine bright at the Super Bowl. We're beautiful like dying. In a post from Apple Music, the new mom confirms she'll headline halftime in Glendale, Arizona next February, with a photo showing her hand holding up a football. The caption, it's on. Rihanna told Vogue she'd turned down the same opportunity in 2019 to stand in solidarity with Colin Kaepernick, who started the national anthem protest.
0: This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment.
1: Darth Vader is getting a new voice. I am your father. Yes, it is the unmistakable voice of James Earl Jones as Darth Vader. After 45 years, he's given up voicing the Star Wars villain. Vanity Fair reports Jones signed over the rights earlier this year and will allow Vader's lines to be generated by artificial intelligence. The Ukrainian company Respeacher has gotten the gig. Respeacher specializes in voice cloning for content creators. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. Don't underestimate the power of Harry Styles. Not everyone gets this opportunity. Don't Worry Darling debuted with $19.2 million at the box office despite lousy reviews and off-screen scandal. Warner Brothers says women made up 66% of the audience. 52% of ticket buyers were under the age of 25. And that's the World News Roundup for Monday, September 26th. I'm Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News.
2: For more deep dive and daily business content, listen to Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, and many more, Wondery means business.
1: Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast